In a world where social media and outrageous beauty standards reign supreme, Girls in Real Life encourages young women to love themselves by living fearless and filter-free. Society might have its own idea of what a girl should be, but we're here to remind you of what it truly means to be a girl in real life. Now, let's get into this week's episode. Hey, you guys. Welcome back to another episode of the Girls in Real Life podcast. I'm your host, Mariah Clayton, and today we are getting real about following your dreams. I feel like I'm such a big dreamer and I have so many goals set for my life, and they can be really scary sometimes. And sometimes, you know, you just have to jump off on the deep end and just go in head first. And I couldn't imagine anybody else to have this conversation (laughs) with than the special guest I have today. So I'm going to give her a chance to introduce herself. Yes, I'm so happy to be invited here on your podcast. I'm so happy. Like, oh, it means so much to me. But my name is Melody Almayberg, guys. I am a YouTuber. I'm an everyday life inspirational vlogger. I just try to live my best life through making music. I'm a singer. I'm a dancer. And I'm also a model. So I do a lot of stuff just you know, living my everyday life, creating just a journey and just trying to inspire others along the way. So she does it all y'all. And she really is like so inspiring. And I'm gonna have you give them your Instagram later on in the show. But like y'all need to go follow her because she is just one of those people who is like a go getter. Like, and that's what I really admire about you is that you don't care like you have like I know you probably get scared and we'll talk about that later too but I feel like you're just so like I'm gonna go after this and I just admire that so so much so I want to start with your doll journey because I know that that is like really interesting because you didn't start out at Southern University so I want you to talk about like how you ended up at Southern how you even heard about the dolls and what was your experience like auditioning for such you know, a, a legacy, yeah. honestly. Yeah. <laughs> wow, it's so crazy. Um, so like when I first went to college, I actually didn't even know about Southern University or like any anything about the dolls until I went to my very first college at a PWI. I went to Illinois State University. And girl, like it was an experience there. I was just like, <laughs> nah, this is not for me. I was like, I really want to go to HBCU, but I didn't know which HBCU. And I, that was like the first year that I actually took off just not dancing. Cause like, you know, growing up, my mom was really overprotective. So she was just like, you know, it's like you go to school, you go home and that's it. And like, yeah. you go to practice. So I was just like, you know what? I'm going to like, since I'm, since I'm going to be out of my own, I'm just going to like live my life and I'm just going to take a year off dance. Worst mistake of my life. I was like, what am I going to do? Like, I hate my life. I'm not even dancing. So that's when I was like joining the competitive dance team at my college. I was only black girl and I was like, I hated the choreography. I wasn't really into it. Yeah. And like one of my friends or was visiting my college at that time, her boyfriend went, is like a baseball baseball player at Southern. So like she was like showing me the dolls, like videos of the dolls. And I was just like, what is this? Like, what is this college? Like, what is this, you know, what is going on? What is this team? And I found, that's when I like found out officially like about the dolls. Like she was telling me everything about the dolls and like, I just fell in love. Like it was all all, like all of a sudden expitiation. Like I was just like, girl, I was just ready. Like it just, something in me just told me like, this is, this is you, like, this is what you're supposed to be doing. So ever since, like, I watched one video, I was watching video after video after video until maybe, like, 6 in the morning. And, like, I just had my mindset at that at that point. Like, my 
even my mom knows whenever I have my mindset on something, like nothing's going to change it. it. Like I'm going to do it. So I had my mindset that I was going to be a dancing doll, even though I had never heard of this university, never even applied to this university, like none of that stuff. And I didn't even apply until I had actually, after I made the team. (laughs) That's so crazy that you waited to apply. Well, it's I guess it's not that crazy because I don't think I applied to Southern because I didn't think I was going to Southern either. Southern just Mm kind of like came to me, honestly. Like my, my family has been to Southern for years and years and years. And my older sister was already a cheerleader at Southern. So I already knew like about Southern, what it was, but I just didn't think that I would ever attend there. And I really didn't uh-huh. apply until like June ish, like you know, coming up on the <laughs> on the semester. But I was really trying to wait yeah. and see if I was going to get a volleyball scholarship because that's like what I really, really just wanted to do with my life. And it wasn't until yeah. like I got a full ride scholarship that I was like, okay, like this is where I'm going <laughs> and this is what I'm going to yeah. do. Yeah, it's good to have a plan before you like up and move somewhere. Like you just want to have your plan set before you just go and, you know, change your whole life. So yeah, that that's true. Good. You flew down here from Illinois and like you just <laughs> went and auditioned for this team like were you intimidated were you nervous like how were you feeling okay so walking into auditions of course I've seen a lot of familiar faces that I've seen on the videos like Mm -hmm. of course like the dolls coming back and I've seen a whole bunch of like new faces and I wasn't really thinking like me against you in aspect I was more thinking just focus on yourself like you can't really compare yourself to everybody else because everybody else has their own qualities but what do you have like you know so I was just like really just focused on myself the whole time. Like one situation that I'll never forget about was when like, I was like literally in the hardest round, which is like when we learned to dance, another girl was in my group and the girl, the other girl was like, I'm not going to make the team. Like I like, they're not going to pick me. I was just like, girl, I got, I had to suffer bringing down my energy. And I just didn't do that. So I will always remember, like, remember that moment because it's just like people like, you speak like, you know, manifestations over your life. Like I yeah. was just like, I'm not having that, whatever she's saying out her mouth going to bounce back on me. Like, right. so I had to remove myself from that energy. And it's crazy because me and Taylor made the team and she didn't make the team. She really manifested that. Yeah. So it was like, the energy was really intense in the room. I was, uh, of course, analyzing, just staying focused, like tunnel vision the whole time. And I was just prayed up every round, prayed up. Yeah. You really have so, like, your words have so much power over your life and what you do and how, like, your mind literally controls your body. And I tell people that all the time. Like, if you say you can't do something, then you're not going to do it. Like, there's no way that you can possibly, like, make it happen. So you always have to be positive and speak affirmations over yourself and just know, like, you got this. Even though you might be super hella scared or, like, really intimidated, like, you just have to know, like... If there's something that I want to do, I'm going to claim it. (laughs) Right, girl. And I just started this thing when I, like, go on Tumblr and I, I, like, look at different affirmations and I read them out loud. I I feel crazy as hell, but, like, that shit really is really powerful. So what was your, like, college experience like? Because I feel like you were one of those people who did everything that a college experience could have ever offered. So can you talk to me a little bit about like that transition from a PWI to an HBCU? Girl, honestly, that was just honestly such a blessing. Speaking through my sorority, like 
I always wanted to be, of course, always wanted to be AKA. And like, I went, when I went to the PWI, there was no AKAs on the yard. Like the Deltas were on the yard. And I was Mm -hmm. just like, oh, I need to go definitely go to ACC now. (laughs) So that's when I find about, like I found out about Beta Psi. And I didn't really like, you know, show that much interest or any type of interest because I was, you know, as soon as I got on the uh, on the yard, like literally I was crabbing my first semester when I first got on the yard. Mm-hmm. So like I was just focused on that and I built my relationships with some uh, some of my soul wars who brought me in today, like my um, MIP Danielle Lingford, who's also a dancing doll, who was also my co-captain at the time when I was on the team. And she just randomly asked me, she was just like, you, uh, she was just like, are you interested in my sorority? And I was just like, yes, I'm definitely interested. And like, we just took it from there. Like it just really just came right after, as soon as I was done crabbing. Yeah. I was, I, you know, I crossed the next semester. So it just happened so fast. Yeah. And unexpected. I never thought that I would be like, I, I never thought that I would be an AKA at all, or even got the chance to even like, cr- you know, experience it so fast after yeah. I transferred to another, a whole different state. That's a really big deal because a lot of people, you know, they say that they want to pledge or they want to cross and they never get the opportunity to actually do it. So for you to like have mm-hmm. that and it, and it happened so quickly, like that's really cool. Right. <laughs> How did you um get into dancing? Was it something that you started when you were like a little baby? Oh, I started I started dancing when I started walking, honestly. And um, I didn't. Of course, I didn't take it seriously until I was older. I was into girly girl stuff just like cheerleading like that was the era where bring it on was really popping girl so I yes to, like, I always wanted to be in a bring it on movie <laughs> girl me too I wanted to be a cheerleader period I thought you could just wear a uniform to class and just be a cute girl like <laughs> on tv but life didn't really turn out like that I um didn't make the cheerleading team oh. and <laughs> it broke my spirit <laughs> but I thought I, that's when I found dance and I tried out for the dance team and I made the dance team and that's when I fell in love with dance and I was taking it seriously ever since the seventh grade so I don't know how old I am then <laughs> yeah I um I actually always wish that my parents put me in dance classes when I got older I wish that they would have put me in dance classes because I feel like like I have rhythm but like I just I don't dance <laughs> And I always yeah. said, like, when I got older, like, man, I wish I would have taken dance classes at, like, a really young age. Girl, dance but classes, it's not easy to learn dance, honestly. And learning it's choreography, that, that's on a whole different level, especially if you don't really, like, have the fundamentals of just, you know, skills and technique. <laughs> right. It is hard. Like, dancing is so hard. I was in theater, and even just, like, the little choreography that we had to do for that, I was like, wait, what's after this step? How do we count again? Like, it's a whole nother world. But funny yeah. enough, I actually I actually was on my cheerleading team in high school, not because I like cheerleading, but because one of the cheerleaders, girl, got wow. hurt, and my sister was already on the cheerleading team, and so she, of course, offered mm-hmm. us to, like, fill oh, in so for the girl. Up. And I'm like, yeah. I, I've never cheered before, like, ever in my life, and I had to learn how to do, like, a round-off back handspring in literally a day. I mean, we're going to nationals in Disney World. I was, like, so <laughs> nervous, just, like, learning everything and, like, being a base and all this other stuff. And then, like, yeah. apparently, I, like, impressed the 
the cheerleading coach and she was like, I think you should try out for the school team. And I was like, um, I play volleyball. Like I don't, I don't do cheer at all. Yeah. Like how did you get into volleyball? Um, that's funny too. My, my sister has literally helped me do everything in my life, whether she knew it or not. So my older sister, when she got to middle school, she actually tried out for the volleyball team and she didn't make it. And so when she didn't make it, I was like, well, I bet you when I make it to middle school, like I'll make the volleyball team. And <laughs> that's how I started uh-huh. volleyball was when I got into sixth grade and I tried out and I actually wow. made the team and I was like, haha, like I made it. You did. <laughs> wow. That's crazy, bro. Yeah. And then it just grew into like my entire life. Honestly, I coach now. I got to play club. I got to play in college and it's literally like my favorite thing in life. Yeah. To do. <laughs> We're going to talk about your big move to LA because I think that is super exciting. So you graduated college and did you already decide that you were going to move to LA once you graduated? Girl, I've been, before I graduated, I was just like, I gave myself a plan. I gave myself a six month plan, really. Like I told myself in six months, I will move um, like from my graduation date, I'll be moving to LA. And girl, that that day came so quick. Like <laughs> that, I, know. I turned around and I was like, I'm literally about to move to LA next week. So that's when I was like freaking out because literally my whole, I knew my whole life was going to change. Not only my address, but because I like, I've always like lived really like by myself or like dependent on myself. But this is like the, the time that I really, really had to like, start over and like you know really just be by myself like learn about myself and honestly that whole entire journey of like moving to LA and just being like by myself 24 7 it learned it made me learn so much about myself like it was really a journey of self-discovery this whole entire like journey to LA like from my vlog having my vlog and like just you know, really like still keeping up with posting content and just talking to my subscribers and having them follow me along my journey. And I'm like really seeing like a year later, like I've been in LA over a year and a half now. And it seems so crazy because it's like just throughout this whole journey, I just had so many people like tell me like they, that they were thinking about moving to a different state or like, you know, get out their comfort zone, like especially down South, like, you know, we're very family orientated. Yeah. And we don't we don't want to move far from our family and like, you know, just do our own thing. So it's just like it's it's nice feeling to just inspire others, just like get comfortable with being uncomfortable because you have to be uncomfortable to get comfortable. You know, I've always wanted to like be out in L.A. because like you said, like down here in Louisiana, like especially with like being a model or an actress or just anything in the entertainment industry, like it is so hard to book jobs. Mm-hmm. It is so hard to like work and like you feel like you especially have to be, now. Right. Especially now. And you feel like yeah. you have to be in the big markets like New York, L.A., Miami, like all of those places. Mm -hmm. and a lot of people are scared and terrified because for one like a lot of times you're moving out there all by yourself like you said you're alone you literally are only with yourself and like you said you learn so many things about yourself and what you can handle and how much you can push Mm -hmm. yourself and I don't know I feel like you said like you have to get uncomfortable to get comfortable but I feel like a lot of people just don't like to be out of their comfort zones and that's what hinders yeah. a lot of people from reaching they, they want their, their journey to be perfect and the thing is like you're nobody's journey is going to be perfect like right you want to plan everything and, and you know go to, to everything like by the book but to be honest your plan is never going to go exactly like not even close to how you planned it like never that's just life so you just gotta just 
go forward and just be fearless. Like that's just the way I look at things. Like instead of being negative or like scary about it, just like go in there with a positive mindset and just like, I have to do this in order to grow and get better and look back, you know? Yeah. Literally nothing in my life has gone to plan. Everything that I thought that I would be doing by 24 is like, like thrown out the window. (laughs) I be girl, I be making up my mind. Like I said, when I make up my mind, I just be, for it but honestly like it just be so disappointing (laughs) (laughs) whenever you make up your mind to something and then it doesn't come like through or like you know yeah not your expectations but But, I watched this um video on Instagram the other day and it was Pastor Michael Todd y'all know I love Pastor Mike I talk about him all the time on my podcast (laughs) but he was saying how you know we we should have crazy faith and we should believe for these big amazing things to happen in our lives and for us to reach our goals but we can't become bitter with God when it doesn't happen or if it doesn't happen right exactly so it's like you know, you have to trust and know that God's plan is going to overpower anything that you have in your life. And he knows the desires of your heart. And sometimes his plan is better than what you have planned already. Like, did you ever see like all the time, the meme meme where it's like, God is like, it's like the little boy and like Jesus and like, it's the little bear and the big bear he has behind Mm -hmm. his back. He was just like, I have something bigger in store for you. But the little boy is like, I like this one. Yeah. But he has the bigger bear behind you know, that's like literally like how life is. Like yeah. you just got to wait for your bigger blessing to come along the way. Sometimes right. it may, it may, you got to sacrifice something or like, you know, be without, but right. at the same time you got to wait on your, your bigger blessing and be patient, you know? Exactly. And know that like whatever it is that you have in your hand or whatever it is that you're looking forward to in front of you, like, yeah, that might look all good to you now, but you can't even begin to imagine what God has lined up for you in the future. So you can't be so stuck on like, this is what I wanted. I got this. But there's something greater there for you. There's something else waiting for you. So right. I always tell people all the time, like God's purpose over your plans all day, every day, because all day. <laughs> <laughs> like at the end of the day, you really don't like you can control your life. But God's purpose is always going to prevail over anything that we have planned for ourselves. So when you got out to L.A., like what were what were some things that you were like, okay, I have to do this, right. this, and this by this time. My whole goal was let me get signed by agency so I don't really have to do that much footwork as far as working and connecting, collaborating with band, brands and like getting gigs and stuff on bookings. Um, so I literally hit the ground running as soon as I like got in my apartment and moved in, settled in, in LA. I literally went to so many agencies on their open calls driving around LA all day, Beverly Hills all day, like everywhere, like to just to find like a place where I could fit in, like people, somebody would actually believe in my image, what I'm trying, like my aesthetic, what I'm trying to put out to the world. So, um, that was hard. I was, uh, going on Instagram, like looking at different, like LA events, like I just hashtag black people LA. (laughs) (laughs) Girl, I was trying to find all like the events. But girl, like it's so hard to to like go to like nice events because you have to know people who know people like type of thing, like to really get into those really nice events unless you want to pay like an arm and a leg to get in. So it's just like, honestly, what connections you make and who you like, who you know. And honestly, that's really hard, especially trusting people in L.A. because. Yeah, they got some (laughs) scammers out there. (laughs) They definitely have people who will try to play you. (laughs) 
So what would you say is like your top advice for anybody who is looking to follow a dream or achieve a goal? Follow, follow your, your mind, but still follow what your heart says. Like, don't follow what anybody else perception of what you need to do. Like, if that makes sense, like live your life on your own terms, not on anybody else's terms. Cause a lot of people, um, can have their loved ones influence them and influence their lives. And you, one thing you don't want to do is look back and be like, dang, I really wish I would have went harder. I, I wish that I would have done this. Like you want to look back and be like, dang, I look at me now, look at me now, look all the, like, look at me how I used to be. Like, right. I did that. Like, you want to look back and be like, I did that. Like, you don't want to look back and have any type of regret. So I just say, go for it on your own terms. That's one thing I would say. Yeah, that's really good advice. And I think like, yeah. like she said, it's one thing it's to one- be like afraid, but you have to be fearless and going after the things that you want in life because there's no other way that you're going to be able to do it. You have to step outside of your comfort zone. If that means moving to a new place, if that means like getting an apartment by yourself, if that means auditioning for whatever, like you have to just trust and know that you have the capabilities to do all that it is that you want to do that you're going to make it happen, like, point blank, period. <laughs> exactly. That's my whole point. Like, my um, my line sisters always tell me, like, girl, I really wish I was, like, fearless. Like, I don't, like, a ID, IDG, I don't, I, I don't give a freak at this to Because, girl, like, that's, that's literally how I am, like, at the point where I'm, like, okay, I really do need to start caring a little bit more. But, <laughs> honestly, <laughs> like, that's just how I am. And it's just, like, I don't think that that's going to change. I don't think you should change okay. because like that's like- how you've literally gotten to this point in your life. That's how you've gotten signed to a modeling agency. That's how you got on the dancing dolls. That's how, you know, you moved to LA. So, I mean, it definitely like, like she said, right. you have a plan. You have to be smart, but always, always be fearless. And y'all know, like that's our tagline, fearless and filter free. Like you have to go after those things that you want in life, no matter how scared it might make you. You have to be fearless in doing anything that you want to do in life because everything has a risk everything has a risk like nothing is (laughs) risk-free right you might as well just stay in all day if you like really want to like live that type of life like my thing is like even like as far as like the quarantine and like you know everything that's going on with like our society today with covid like definitely respect like wear your mask do the social distancing like respect other people's space like we have to be more conscious of that now but at the same time don't be scared to live your life like like, I would say just be careful, but don't right. be scared to live your life. <laughs> yeah. I saw a quote that said, taking no risk at all is still taking a risk. So even if you think yeah. like, oh, like even if I just sit here and do nothing, like that is also taking a risk because you never know what would have right. happened if you would have, you know, done X, Y, and Z. So anything in life is a risk at the end of the day. <laughs> All right. Well, we are coming up on the end of this episode. So I have one more question for you, Mel. And I would like to know what is the biggest life lesson that you have learned so far? Wow. That's a really powerful question. I don't have to think about that. Um, <laughs> Take your time. I would hate to start having off a bad, on a bad note, but I mean, it's life, but I had to learn this like the hard way. Like you can literally do everything it, like your plan and your power and things may not go right or like Things may, may not be fair, but I just like, I feel like the biggest lesson I've ever learned in life is life isn't fair. Like, That's you know, true. you just have to, there's really no explanation behind most things. Like, you know, most things, like I'm a very emotional person. Like I, 
like, you know, I really want people to like, you know, explain their reasoning behind, you know, something that's wrong, that I was done wrong. But most of the time, like, you know, it's just life just isn't happening. Like, you know, life is not always, you know, grits and like, you know, gravy and stuff, right. you know, you just gotta, you just gotta really just focus on you and just live your life. You can't really focus on like, you know, having like expectations like still set goals. Give me, don't get me wrong. Still set goals and still like have, you know, set yourself on a site on a higher standard, but at the same time, like, don't, don't like, you know, have to like set expectations that are unrealistic, like still stay realistic and, you know, understand life isn't fair, but at the same time, you're just focused on you and your journey. So yeah, never quit and just continue on your journey. <laughs> to say it on life, a more positive life note. is not fair I mean it's really not like that's just life is not fair girl <laughs> you still like you can't let that stop you from at least trying like even though I know there's like a possibility I won't miss you win Miss USA like that's that's not gonna stop me from trying like will it be yeah. unfair if I don't win like to me maybe yeah but like yeah. As, like we said earlier you have to know that there is something bigger and better for you and like even though I might think Miss USA is the best thing that could ever happen to me God is looking at probably like um no because I still got this this and this for you too so don't get right. so caught up on the thing that you One feel thing, like yeah. it's unfair you know like that's just what it is at the end of the day like the one thing that you might think might make you or break you could be the very thing that God is trying to use to get you to your next phase in life so exactly Mel thank you so much for joining me today go ahead and give everybody your (laughs) me too go ahead and give everybody your um Instagram and your YouTube so they can follow and subscribe to you thank you so much for listening you guys can go ahead and subscribe to my YouTube channel just go ahead and smash that subscribe button (laughs) it's going to be Melody Almay TV that's M-E-L-O-D-Y-A-L-M-E TV and you can also follow me on Instagram at two underscores Melody Almay, M-E-L-O-D-Y-A-L-M-E. And in that link, in that bio, you can always smash that subscribe button by going ahead and clicking that link. So. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, y'all get on that. Thank you all so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Go and smash this week. Like any goals you have for this week, let this be motivation to you to just go out and like do whatever it is you feel like you need to do to accomplish those goals. Mel, again, thank you so much. Yay. I love you guys and I will talk to y'all in my next episode. Bye. Thank you guys so much for tuning into this week's episode i hope that it was able to enhance your life in some way don't forget to subscribe to our podcast before you leave and also follow us on instagram at underscore girls irl go out and live a fearless and filter-free life and always remember to keep it real